0: Thanks to New Zest for supporting the Apple Bits XL. Led by nature and backed by science, New Zest has powerful, nutrient-packed formulas for a stronger, brighter, and more active you. For 15% off your purchase, go to newzest.us slash abxl. Let's get to the show! Hey, yo. Hey, is this mic on? Check, check one, check, check one. Is this mic on? Oh, Yeah. Oh, it's on. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian's on here running with you all. This is everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. Really, the deep dive and the highlights of this week. Quite honestly, there weren't that many big stories that broke this week. So the show might be a little shorter than normal. But look, when it calls to be a long show, we're going to do a longer show. When it calls to be a show of this size, we're going to do it. But we still have things to talk about. Again, this show is all about you all. Be a part of it. Voice memo recording on your phone. Then send it over to applebitsshow at gmail.com. That's applebits with a Z show at gmail.com. We did because I'm working on doing exclusive content for Patreon supporters. I did an exclusive show specifically for our WWDC reactions and responses that if you support me at patreon.com slash Tong you'll be able to get access to that exclusive content. I'm working on doing more things like that. So it starts at $2 a month. If I'm worth a cup of coffee for all my content that I bring to you, this and the videos, you can support me that way. We go up to 25, $100, of the platinum level. There's different levels, different rewards, but check it out at patreon.com slash Tong. I'm so thankful for all of your support, but let's get into this show. The big story, there's kind of two stories that stick out. This week, the first one that just dropped is that Apple recently registered seven unreleased Mac notebooks into the Eurasian database. Now, if you've heard previous episodes, this is the Eurasian Economic Commission, and this is always kind of when you read into the tea leaves, a sign of new hardware coming soon. Typically, within the next three or four months, there are seven unreleased part numbers that Apple pushed through. I'm not going to read them all because it's an A2141, A2147, blah, blah, blah. According to the listings, though, all appear to be notebooks that are described as portable computers. Now, we know that we've already seen a speed bump to the MacBook Pro line. We haven't seen them do anything to the MacBook, the 12 inch MacBook, which is long overdue for an update, last refreshed in June of 2017. Maybe we'll see a spec bump to the MacBook Air. That one was. October, 2018. So that wasn't too long ago, but okay. Are we really going to see new MacBook pros? No, they just refreshed them. And I, and we've been talking about this 16 inch MacBook pro with an all new design, potentially launching later this year. If I'm looking at all these different part numbers, unless they're doing a MacBook air or a MacBook with LTE in it, which they probably aren't because of just because of the design that they have right now. I've got to imagine that we might still be seeing a 16-inch MacBook Pro this year. I'm not trying to get you all excited. I'm generally excited to see something like this. So this could be the fall launch MacBook Pro. We also know Apple does events in October. They've done one in 2016 and 2018. We've seen beyond just the iPhone event and the music event, we've seen ipads get refreshed during this time of the year which we expect to see apple watch get refreshed don't know if we're gonna see the rumored airpods i guess airpods 3 but this is telling me we're gonna see new hardware you don't just throw out seven notebook models and then it's gonna be all the same stuff so hold on to your butts it could get really exciting this fall so that's Story number one, or at least, you know, rumor slash speculation, story number one. The next one, no speculation needed, and it's all related to Apple. Just yesterday, Google dropped a bomb. There had been leaks of their phone, the Pixel 4 coming out, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a fan of the Pixel phone. Obviously, the camera has been amazing. Just using a single lens with all their algorithms and what they pack into it has been pretty amazing. Their night mode is redonkulous, tops any camera out there. Google threw it out on Twitter. They posted the first image of their next Pixel 4 phone. They they wrote the caption, well, since there seems to be some interest, here you go. Wait till you see what it can do. And when you look at this picture, it's a phone with a square camera on the top left-hand corner just like the rumored iPhone 11. Are they copying Apple? Is Apple copying them? I would actually say no to both because really the the first phone that pushed this whole big square on the back was the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. Now we know that Huawei has been working with Google. They've helped them in the past. Huawei also has this cool UI interface on the front of the phone where there is no physical button or any button press you have to do to to go back. You just swipe from an edge to the other side. But this phone, A, it looks clean, but also you're like clean from a standpoint of it. It looks like an iPhone. It looks pretty much the rear of this exactly like the renders we've seen for the iPhone 11. So, you know, Google saw this and they're like, we've got nothing to lose. Let's just put it out there we're we're behind Apple, who cares? Let's not let the renders and the leaks get ahead of us. And I thought this was really smart. Now, this is something that Google, I mean, sorry, this is something that Apple would never do, but Google's like, forget it, we're just gonna post this image and this actually kind of lets people already get used to the idea. We already are used to the idea from seeing Apple's iPhone and, and really the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, but normally Google announces their phone in October and releases in October after the iPhone, Apple normally does their event in September. So I, I don't, I don't know even even know if this is maybe their way to get ahead of it from public perception and have that small majority of consumers say, "Oh, Apple copied uh, Google instead of Google copying Apple," where they both copied Huawei. Who knows? But I thought it was very fascinating to see a company just be like, "Hey, you guys want to leak it here? Boom!" And we don't know, we don't know any pricing or availability, but. This whole little big square tile corner in the top is here to stay. We're still sticking with phones and Apple here. We talked about this once Intel folded with our friend Gil Cabrera. Apple, according to a report from The Information, Apple's in talks to purchase Intel's German modem unit. This is interesting because right after Intel said, we're not making modems anymore. We know that Apple has been trying to become less and less dependent on third-party companies to supply chips and components for them. It helps them really also control not only the product, but their timetables, their manufacturing. They'll be as on top of it as possible, not at the mercy of others. That was one of the reasons why they pretty much said, hey, we're we're going to drop this beef with, with Qualcomm. We're going to work with Qualcomm because they can deliver the 5G modems that we need on time. And Intel, yeah, we're done. And then Intel said, oh, we're closing our modem unit. Well, guess what? Now there's assets, there's patents, there's ways that Apple can go and acquire their intellectual property to then potentially incorporate it and use it themselves. So the report says Intel is considering selling its modem business in pieces. Again, this is not the first time we've heard that Apple might be interested back in April. The Wall Street Journal said that Apple had already held discussions with Intel about acquiring parts of their modem chip business, and now it looks like this is continuing to grow and evolve. The companies have been in discussion since last year, but look, this is still very initial. It could fall through. Even at that, though, even if Apple takes Intel's patents and intellectual property and gets access to some of the parts of their modem team, fundamentally, qualcomm's modem is still better than the intel modem every test has shown that people weren't talking about it until i feel like no one was really talking about that modem discrepancy until finally intel said we're going to go back and partner with qualcomm and intel dropped off i'd been saying it for what the past two two and a half years so this is kind of an interesting move we'll see what happens if apple continues to move along that path of being less and less dependent which makes complete business sense also related to the phones and iPhones nothing big and shocking here but korean website the elec claims that the 2019 version of the new iPhone 10R will supposedly have nearly 6% larger battery we already know the 10R has the longest battery life of any iPhone to date i do have a 10R that I used for a uh, review and whatnot and or just to test out. Like it's a yellow one and it is a little heavier, but I, I do like how dang long it lasts and you really don't feel any difference with you're not losing. You can only tell the difference in the screen when you hold it side by side to the OLED iPhone 10. And when you don't, it literally does not matter at all. So a slightly larger battery capacity for the iPhone 10R the report claims it'll have a 3110 milliampere battery around 5.6 5.7% larger than the 2942 milliampere hour battery we know that with phones to this day we're waiting for that next big phone tech thing to really bring us a true let's a true 24 hour if we could get a true 24-hour battery which really would be more like 2 days with normal use, I would love that. I would love that. So let's say a 48-hour, 2-day battery. But you know, we keep on throwing all these crazy features. You think AR kit is going to allow our batteries us to use more battery life? No, it's going to take up more of that stuff. All but we do like our bells and whistles. Apple's also considering a less disruptive Siri In future versions of iPad OS, iPad OS, the biggest mover and shaker, really. Yeah, we saw the Mac Pro, but the actual changes that are gonna affect us day to day and also give us a hint of the direction that Apple's moving in, iPad OS is the jam. A lot more multitasking, the ability to obviously read drives when connected to it. But this was the first indication, and when you kind of add up everything that Apple's really could potentially be giving us. Hints that a hybrid device will be coming in the next, let's be modest, two to three years. I don't think we'll see it next year, but they're really, they're getting there. We know Apple moves a lot slower, but I I can totally see a hybrid device coming in the next two to three years based on what we've seen from Apple from the app development side and the iPad OS side. We're getting there. I think what will be interesting is will we see, I guess you could consider the same thing, but will we see a Surface Pro Type iPad Pro Hybrid, or will we see a MacBook Pro with a touchscreen first? What do y'all think? I'd love to hear it. I still want to know what y'all think. Y'all part of the show. Remember to call in, voice memo, record that, send it away to AppleBitsShow with a Z at gmail.com. So we know the magic word, yeah Siri, when using an iPad it takes over the entire freaking screen. If I'm using my 12.9-inch iPad Pro, the entire thing turns into Siri interface. Why? Why? That's just that's just horrible. So what they're saying is that, much like on the desktop, why doesn't Siri just pop up in the top right hand corner as its own bubble instead of take over the entire screen? Yeah, we you know you the more you think about it, it's like, why hasn't that happened? All this time but it is how they have built the operating system it takes over the whole screen so yes give me a little siri pop-up bubble even though i pretty much never use siri on my ipad i still think that's a good apple someone's gonna cheer for it I'm, I'm sure one of you that are listening was like yeah yeah let's do that let's do that jumping over to the mac pro apple says the new mac pro and pro display xdr or Tinder, tinder the pro display tinder swipe right or swipe left on that i know where most of y'all are swiping the two bad boys in the pro world for apple are coming in september what had happened is that when you signed up on apple's website to basically be the first to know when the mac pro is available a little logo would pop up and say coming september and everyone's like whoa whoa okay this is the first time they've ever announced any specific date or month even someone caught on to that. And now it just says coming this fall. Someone leaked it out. Those two things are coming in September and I will not be buying either because they are really for the pro pros, but this is also another cool thing that to get perspective. I know a lot of people are freaking out about a $6,000 base Mac pro. They're freaking out about a 5,000, $6,000 display with a $1,000 arm. Jonathan Morrison TLD today, check out his YouTube. He did a cool breakdown of what pro displays cost in the actual field that are true, 1,000,000 to 1 contrast ratio, HDR that are used when shooting movies and some of this stuff. They're around 23,000 plus. And so for a workflow to display like this to be 5,000, $6,000, that's actually a good deal. But then also I want to tell you all about this. I used to work in an Apple store, obviously. I have stories from those days. We've talked about them here on this show. And I talked to some of my buddies and they told me, right? We I had buddies that worked at the Genius Bar. They dealt with service and repair all the time. If you thought about the iMac, remember that Sunflower iMac? Just one of my favorite designs. Looked like the Pixar lamp. An iconic design from Apple. Had that movable neck that swiveled and went up and down. How much do you think that neck cost to replace? How much was that repair part for Apple whenever it had to get replaced? I'm gonna let you throw out some ideas, think about it, say it out loud. Okay, I hear someone say 300, 500, 700, 600. It's all over the place. That neck for the iMac to replace cost $700. And so when you think about this new pro display tender, $999 for that, for a virtually weightless just neck, whatever, mount may not be that out of the realm for Apple considering that at the, remember the IMAX back then, I mean, that's like at least six, seven, eight years ago. So even let's say with inflation, <laughs> yeah, maybe it is closer to a thousand dollars. I'm not saying it's worth it. I'm not saying that it's cheap. Come on. This is a pros pro machine. But I'm just saying, think about it. The iMac was $700 for their neck. The Pro Display XDR, $999 for that neck. Maybe it's not as bad as we thought. Some of you are like, no, it's bad. <laughs> Thanks again to New Zest for supporting the Apple Bits XL. New Zest is made from European golden peas grown in the north of France. It's a plant-based pea protein powder that's high in protein and low in calories. It contains no added sugar, no stevia, and is naturally sweetened with a West African fruit extract. It was actually my girlfriend who got me into trying out New Zest originally. She loves it. She buys it for herself. So I tried it out and it's real smooth. You know, when I blend it up, there's no grit or chalkiness and you can blend it into a smoothie you make or just straight up with almond milk. NewSest is the number 1 vegetable protein in New Zealand and it's now available in the US. It was voted the number 1 vegetable protein for 2018 and 2019 by verywellgot.com and one of the top 10 vegan proteins by Health Magazine. For 15% off your purchase, go to newsest.us/abxl. That's newsest.us/abxl. All right. Just a few more stories left here today and some sad news, or just to confirm some sad news, Dashboard has permanently been pulled from Mac OS Catalina. Now, remember, for those of you way back in the day, Dashboard was where you'd hit a hotkey or move your mouse to the corner, and then a bunch of cool widgets would show up on your Mac. Things like uh, there was like a weather widget, there was like uh, a notes widget, there was a stocks I mean, really, it kind of inspired some of the little mini apps that we see on our phone today. Well, Apple is scrubbing all references to dashboard from WebKit, the engine underlined Safari, hammering the final nail in the coffin, according to Apple Insider, for this feature ahead of macOS Catalina. Catalina. I remember there was actually one specific thing that I used for dashboard it was it was an important feature for me and it allowed me to find song lyrics to songs i was playing on itunes so just wanted to honor and give a good send off to to dashboard yeah this is it's just kind of an intense moment here for all of us dashboard you were so good to us We love you, Dashboard. We love you with all our heart. It's so hard to say goodbye to Dashboard. (laughs) Okay, that's enough of that, guys and gals. Talk about milking it. Come on, we're just having some fun here. Okay, let's jump over to headphones. (laughs) I know I'm ridiculous. Apple Beats brand launches new Beats Club collection. They're basically still their same Solo 3 wireless headphones, but they come in all these crazy, funky colors. There's like this great yellow, aqua blue summertime. There's some really red, white, and blue, navy, white, red combinations out there. The new headphones priced at $199.95, same price as other Solo 3 wireless models. They are their smaller over-the-ear headphones I still love the Beats look. I think they're super stylish, but yeah, they're super, super hervy on base. Also, they're dropping the price of all Beats Studio 3 wireless headphones from $349 to $279.95 right now. This is a $70 discount. And do you remember the uh, Mickey Mouse Solo 3 wireless headphones? They were ugly. Even even Disney fans got to say they were Ugly. Dropping from $299.95 to $224.95 on Apple. And then me, big fan, Powerbeats Pro. The launch internationally in many countries has been postponed. Orders will now begin in July in Austria, Brazil, Belgium, Hong Kong, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Korea, Mexico, the Netherlands, Russia, Singapore, Spain, Sweden, and Taiwan. So these were supposed to come out um, by the end of June in these regions, but they're being pushed back a little. There's no official word. I have my Powerbeats Pro video review. Pretty much I'm slicing and dicing it up. Finally, a lot of things going on over here on my side, but I think you'll really dig what I put out. It's going to be worth it. So Powerbeats Pro's delayed internationally. And then the story of my favorite story of the week. You got to love brands that jump on the boat and have fun with one of one, another ikea for the record first of all is actually uh, looks like they'll be releasing those smart blinds coming soon that's just like a side note i just came off the top of my head if a lot of smart blinds that are compatible with home there aren't very many but they're also really expensive smart blinds in general are super expensive but when it comes to ikea they're releasing two flavors of a 100 smart blind that is home compatible very very compelling i believe they're coming out sometime in august now 100 so That's really cool. But the biggest coolest thing about IKEA, they tease the an ad for their own cheese grater. That's right. To jump on board with the Mac Pro bashing, they have their cheese grater just completely and a standalone picture. And the caption on top Designed for Apples. The (laughs) the cheese grater itself will be the price of $2.30. But you can't beat good marketing and you can't beat a good ad like that. All right. That's gonna do it for this week. Again, I put all the calls that were reactions to WWDC in our special Patreon-only WWC reactions and response video. Dub dub. So you can go and check that out. Also, support me at patreon.com/slash Brian Tong. That's gonna do it for this week if you all want to continue to be a part of the show, send your voice memos, applebitshow at gmail.com. And again, thank you to all my platinum apples at the $100 level, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frater, Jarrett Lewis, and Calvin Fatakar. You are all beasts. Thank you so much. And everyone continue to please, if you have time, review Applebits XL, give it five stars, put a little nice little comment. It helps in the algorithm. Share it with your friends. That is just a way to help this bad boy grow. So thanks so much for everything. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.